Hi, I'm Noah Hardwick from Indivision Music, and I'm talking to the band Rusty Ship. What's up, guys? Hey, Noah. Hey, Noah. Not much. How's it going? Uh, Thanks for having us. <laughs> minor technical difficulties aside, it's going good. Good. So, uh, who all do we have here today? Uh, my name is Rusty Ship. And I just simply go by Speedy. I'm Eli Apperson. And I'm AJ Newton. Cool. Um, so the first thing I was going to ask you guys is for like anybody who's not real familiar with the band, can you like just give a, a brief crash course in, uh, what, uh, the history of rusty, rusty ship is like the discography and, uh, how you guys all got together? Yeah. Well, um, the, I rusty started the band in uh, 2014 it's when we had our first show and, uh, since then, we've uh, released an EP and a single in 2016, and then a our first album in 2017. And uh, we're now in the studio working on our next project, the next record. Okay. Uh, so, since you already brought up your next record, um, what's what's that about? Uh, is it going to be an EP, an album? Um, is yeah. it going to be nautical themed? <laughs> oh, you better believe it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. That we will. Okay. So, uh, you, yeah, can, go ahead. you can always expect us to come up with something nautical. If, if it's not nautical, we can just stop being called rusty shit. <laughs> All right. Well, that answers one of the questions on my list. I was going to ask if you guys would ever do anything that wasn't nautical or not. Well, our first EP actually had some non-nautical songs. And I mean, our album actually, I mean, it had some songs like uh, Caligynophobia, The Fear of Beautiful Women. You know, that didn't really have anything to do with the ocean, <laughs> but it was like surf rock, though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so our the new project we're working on, it's an EP. It's going to be a our first full-on concept record that is going to tell a story from beginning to end, and all the tracks are going to tie in together. So really excited about that. Cool. Uh, so on the nautical thing, I'm going to go ahead and ask another one. Yes. If you're going to stick with the nautical thing, does it have to be nautical rock? Would you ever consider a, another genre? Can you can you make another genre and, and still be nautical? Yes, you absolutely can. Like what would be the coolest genre to mix with, with nautical? Uh, that's a good question. Well, we've kind of already mixed nautical with punk and grunge and metal and surf rock of course as well as acoustic and like sea shanty ish stuff besides that i don't know nautical bluegrass yeah nautical bluegrass yeah, so, <laughs> that. There we go. so our lead guitarist actually is like he started out <laughs> as a bluegrass player so we could totally pull it off uh-huh cool and aj of Maybe. course was in a, a uh, reggae band back in the day. So. Oh yeah, nautical reggae. Yes, nautical reggae, bluegrass. You <laughs> might be one of the first bands to attempt that. There you go. I, I'm pretty sure we would be. Oh yeah. I'm I'm actually very confident that we will have a reggae song at some point. I'm very confident about that. We've practiced a few yeah. in reggae format, and it, it works yeah, fine. Either reggae or or more lounge lizard. Lounge lizard. One between the two, we could totally pull it off. Yeah. I think we'll do all those at some point. Yeah. We do that in practice sometimes. Sometimes we just bust 
out like a reggae jam from one of our songs like Devil Jonah or something. And it's like, you know what? This is pretty, pretty groovy. Yep. We're definitely we like not it. afraid to experiment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm going to hope that we get some B-sides that are uh, experimental then. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, okay. I think we will. Possibly. You mentioned uh, Devil Jonah. So I, I did have a question about that song. At least I think it was Devil yeah. Jonah. Uh, there's a line in that song that says, um, how does it go? Uh, you can't play chess with God and win, I think. It's my yeah, favorite quote. Every, everybody loves this line. Everybody yes. loves that one line, Speedy. When we met Speedy, the yeah. first time he's like, that's my favorite line. I didn't mm-hmm. say that, but I did reference the line. I thought you said it was your favorite line of all time. I, I just listened to it for the first, like, <laughs> I listened to it a week before meeting you. I think you're thinking of me because I said that. Yeah. I said that's my favorite quote that you've come up with. Really? Out of one of your songs. Yeah. Man, that's awesome. That's pretty universal acclaim. Pretty cool since it's only in the song one time in the third chorus, not the first and second right. chorus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so my question was is... Uh, Who's the best chess player in the band? Ooh. Uh, I grew up playing chess. Yeah, I, me too. What? We, we need to have a chess off. Yeah, it's not to, me. We need to battle. I would lose. Let's do battle Dude, one night. Yes, you guys, I'm totally down. Can we get back to you on this one? Yes, yes. We, we <laughs> yes. want to know. We'll have okay, a little okay. mini bracket. Can I, can I participate in this? I want to be in the bracket. Sure. You can, yeah, yeah, man. You're more than welcome to. I'm pretty, yeah, I think I can confidently say that even though these guys have played chess, they probably cannot play chess with God and win. That's I'm going to agree with that comment. Yeah. <laughs> that's, 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 that's pretty yeah. safe to say, yes. I think. I don't think anyone can. Not even a computer can beat God, I don't think. What about Bobby Fischer? He was really good at chess. <laughs> Not even him, man. Not even him? <laughs> Bobby Fischer. <laughs> yeah. No. Okay, no. not even Bobby Fischer. Not even Bobby <laughs> Fischer. Right. I'm glad we have we established that. <laughs> Some real theology here. We're really easy going in case you haven't caught <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Uh, so talking about Mortal, Go- Mortal Ghost then, uh, what's the, uh, the story behind the album cover? It's, a, it's an interesting album cover. Yeah. Well, it's, it's kind of a bunch of different elements from the songs in the album. Uh, of course, it's got like a kind of ghastly mermaid figure who's kind of like a ghost. But then it's got like this underwater sunken ship, which is kind of like the SS Neuronic, and which also ties into the music video for SS Neuronic that we released, which is basically using that album cover illustration in uh, animated form. But it's kind of some different themes going on in in the album, but just also this just kind of underwater atmosphere that the, the the tracks kind of sonically communicate. Does that make any sense? Yeah. <laughs> okay. And uh, I know that the music video for the uh, SS Neuronic was kind of had the same visual style as the album cover, I think. Yeah, totally. Same artist, same thing going on. Cool. Is that something that y'all think you might continue kind of doing, working with that artist for future album covers? Or We already did it. Cool. Yep. For this he's next one. He's already done it. Yep. And we're, we were blown away by his uh, new art that he did for the next project. I think it's, it's going to be one of those things that's going to blow people's minds. And Is as that soon a pun? As this, <laughs> it could be a, a pun for a, a song that's going to be on this next project. Yeah. Minds with an E. It's going to blow D&D. people's minds. 
which may be a title of the song. <laughs> okay. Um, so I'll ask another question since we're on the topic of new albums. One thing I like to ask bands, uh, especially uh, kind of younger bands like you guys that haven't been around forever and have kind of come up in this internet age where things are totally different than what they were 10, 20 years ago for artists. Uh, how do you guys feel about crowdfunding? I think y'all crowdfunded your album, didn't you? Yeah, we did. We had a successful campaign for Mortal Ghost. We uh, raised the funds uh, that we were after. So we're all for it, and we are actually getting we're, – we've got it we're going in, on yeah. right now. Yeah, we're in the process of uh, getting everything together to crowdfund again. So we're, we're, we're all for it. Completely. It's, it's a good opportunity to get the fans involved because, like, that way they're invested in us. There's perks involved with that, too. So they feel like they're kind of coming along with us on the journey. So it, it's just a good fan relationship kind of thing. It's a good builder for that. Yeah. I mean, that's why we're doing what we're doing to begin with is to connect with people. Mm-hmm. So it's a good outlet to connect with people. Yeah, it's pretty cool that we can make an we can make a record, but it's like bringing all of our fans into the process so that they're actually making that record alongside us. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty yeah. cool. And so, yeah, we've, so we've got an Indiegogo page up and running right now. And, um, you know, uh, there's a cool video on there just kind of illustrating what, what the, the, the gist of the concept is of the new project, the story behind it. And uh, a little bit about the songs and uh, some some little clips of some music uh, from the new project. And you can go to RustyShip.com and uh, check it out. Check out the new songs, and you can actually already pre-order it. Neat. So uh, you, you talked about the uh, doing it for the fans and being able to interact with the fans. And one thing I've noticed that's somewhat unique about you guys, at least I hadn't seen anybody else doing, is you all do a Fan of the Week on Facebook. Where did <laughs> yeah, that man. idea come from? Um, just all these diehard, rabid fans, and we're just trying to, I don't know, make them feel good about themselves for a week. Yeah, we want to show our appreciation. Yeah, that's yeah, that's no, we, we actually do enjoy interacting one-on-one, you know, personally with the fans. Uh, AJ talks to them on Facebook all the time, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I'm, me and Eli, well, basically everybody is always hanging around after the show talking with the fans. <laughs> yep. That's mm-hmm. Other than being on stage, it's probably our favorite part. <laughs> It's kind of mm-hmm. like a little family reunion at every show. Yeah, it is. Yeah. We don't really view them so much as fans. It's more like friends that are coming out to support us and, and spend time with us mm-hmm. uh, and just enjoying good good music and good company. So uh, it, it's it's that camaraderie we're trying to build with people. We just want our friend group to keep growing. We want, we want to get out and know people mm-hmm. and have an impact in their lives because they have an impact in ours. Yeah. So, yeah, every Friday we try to do a, a shipmate of the week just uh if anybody takes a, a selfie of them and some rusty ship swag yeah we will uh throw it up and by the way noah that mm-hmm. includes you if, uh, <laughs> that's right if you have not there been you shipmate of the week i have a feeling you're going to be very soon here cool. <laughs> <laughs> let's see um okay going back to the question about just uh you know the music industry in uh, 2018. Uh, do you guys have any feelings one way or another about music streaming services like Spotify and Apple Music and the changing the way that's changing the industry? 
good question, especially with the yeah. Music Modernization Act just passing yes. through. Uh, I think I'm excited about we, that. What did we read somewhere, though, that won't actually take until January of 2020? Yeah, January 2020. Oh, wow. so, at, so at the moment, it's kind of up in the air because of that. However, I, I think that once everything gets settled with that, that it'll be a lot more stable than it is currently. Yeah. Um, however, that's not to say that there there isn't uh, the ability to to be a successful band currently uh, through through those means. It'll just be, I think, a lot more easy, yeah. a, a lot easier to. It'll help. It, it's definitely going to help because, like they said, there really wasn't a mechanism after everything went streaming there was nothing really built to maintain what this brand new thing was for the first time in music and a lot of musicians suffered you know a lot of them couldn't make ends meet i mean ourselves included there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of people in nashville i know that we run around with that they got to work full-time jobs or two or three jobs and be musicians at the same time just to keep doing what their passion is and I hope that we see less of that where they can actually use this as an affordable career path and they can they can do it full time. That's I think that's any musician's goal, obviously. It's uh, I think it's good in one way and kind of bad in another. Uh, you can reach more people and it's easier to do that. Mm -hmm. But because of how that reaching that audience has gotten easier, there's more competition. Mm. So therefore you can reach a larger audience easier, but it's tougher because you're competing with more people. True. As yeah. comparative to when you had a record deal with an album and, right. and you sent that to a certain country to... Distribute and everything. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, it's a mixed bag of nuts. Yeah. You mentioned Nashville and uh, all the other artists in Nashville. Have you guys thought any about like trying to collaborate with other artists? I know that seems to be like a, a real trend right now is trying to work with different people to uh, you know expand your musical style and stuff. Yeah, totally. And it's pretty cool because in Nashville, you just meet a lot of cool artists. Um, uh, we just went on a, a tour with uh, Josh Clifton in Ravenhill. Yeah. And we got really tight with him and we love what they're doing and so something like that, I could see us doing some work with them. And then also, um, recently I became friends with Kevin Max from DC Talk, um, which is huge for me being an all-time DC Talk fan. But um, I had coffee with him and got to pick his brain, and very, very cool talking to him. We realized we were artists that are kind of on the same wavelength, making really thought-provoking, edgy music that's still faith-based, so he's really excited about what we're doing. I love what he's doing. And so we've talked about maybe doing something, either some kind of collaboration, either performance or um, doing some recording or something together. So I'm really excited to see if anything comes from that. I'm yeah, pretty that'd confident be cool. it will. Uh, yeah, uh, Gabe from uh, the Decent Christian Talk podcast asked me to oh, ask yeah. you about meeting Kevin Max. I know he's a big oh, fan. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Awesome. We love him. yeah, Eli and I were on that podcast, the Decent Christian Talk podcast. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's right. I know that uh, Gabe is uh, friends with Kevin too. So yeah, it was, it was awesome getting to meet with Kevin. He's absolutely wild and outrageous. And I didn't expect that. Uh, <laughs> he's hilarious. But yeah, he's just like a really fun guy to just hang out with. Extremely down to earth, more than I expected. And uh, yeah, we just met at a coffee shop in his neighborhood 
So pretty awesome. Okay, so uh, since we're talking about different artists and stuff, what what would you guys say are your is your favorite album, EP, whatever from uh, 2018 this year? Ooh, that's probably a huge mixed bag between the four of us. We have <laughs> pretty eclectic tastes and and our own individual styles in that. Yeah, I mean, it, for me, it could be Steely Dan, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Inside joke. <laughs> Steely Dan. Inside was. joke. Um, from this past year, I, I know my answer, but you all know my answer. Yeah. Is it? Um, is it's Coheed. Coheed and Cambria. It's the new Coheed and Cambria <laughs> yeah. album. He's obsessed, man. Um, I just think it's fantastic. I think it's phenomenal. E- either that, or oddly enough, um, it's an album called uh, "Joy in the Wild Unknown" by a band called Ripe uh, that came out this year. I've been listening to that almost nonstop. Wow. Yeah, but that's that's more of like a like a funk kind of soul vibe, fun stuff. <laughs> I was big on the Foo Fighters album "Concrete and Gold," and then I went and saw them in May at Bridgestone in Nashville. Mm-hmm. Reaffirmed why I love them so much. Yeah, I'm drawing a blank completely for 2018 on new albums. It just occurred to me everything I listen to is at least a couple years old. Hmm. Uh, I think for me, uh, well, the the new album from Thrice was awesome. Yeah, really, really interesting, creative. I definitely wasn't expecting some of the music. I was really excited as a diehard Thrice fan. Yeah. Okay, so uh, you've mentioned, uh, well, I don't know that you actually have, but like people, what what artists are influential and, you know, getting Rusty Ship sound, but rather than just the normal question, because I can go to your Facebook and find that out, you have it all listed out nicely. <laughs> yeah. What artist are you too embarrassed to admit has influenced Rusty Ooh. Ship sound? Yikes. Too embarrassed to admit. That's a good one. Britney Spears. As the bassist, I know I can answer this one. You say Britney Spears? Yeah. Uh, go. For me, as the bassist, uh, honestly, I get a lot of my snarl from listening to Fall Out Boy as a kid. And oh! Pete Wentz himself talked about how terrible of a bassist he, he was, so that's even better. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. I don't want to... I'm trying to think. Well, and you went... Sink. Insane, dude. Insane. Those six solos. You went with Britney. I'll go with Christina Aguilera. Dude, hey, she can sing, man. Britney's just a great songwriter, and like those killer uh, guitar solos she pulls off are just amazing. (laughs) I'm just always blown away anytime she does a new recording project. I don't think that's her. She's just a virtuoso. (laughs) She can play all the instruments. But yeah, our, our band, we there was a time when we covered uh, Toxic by Britney Spears. There was. We made it a very punk rock version of Toxic. It's just good songwriting. Well, I don't care who knows it. That's right. <laughs> We're not embarrassed. Now that's, now that's a good B-side for yeah. you. Well, B that, for Britney. Yeah. I said Christina Aguilera because remember I was trying to get you we, for us to do a cover of her fighter song. Oh yeah, yeah. Me a fighter. I'm down with that. It's Just because song. of the guitar riff and it's really raunchy, I like that. It's a good song. Raunchy, nice word. Raunchy. Yeah. Yeah, it's excellent. Sounds raunchy. like y'all almost just need to do like a covers and B sides album. I would I, do that. I think we will do that at some point. Yeah. We would do some really interesting covers, and I mean, and we're doing an interesting cover on the next uh, 
record that we're working on right now, actually. Mm-hmm. We're going to do a cover of uh, Audio Slave in honor of Chris Cornell. Yeah, oh, that's cool. Show me how to live. Yep. But we're going to do it completely different, and it's going to sound kind of like dudes on a submarine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so even even Audio Slave would make it nautical. It gets heavy at the end, though, again, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. It, so. gets- <laughs> <laughs> it won't sound like any other version. Well, that's pretty much all the questions that I had for you guys. So is there anything you guys would like to share before we wrap up? Um, um, just uh, thanks for people listening to our music. Um, really excited about the new project we're working on right now. It's going to be great. We're, we're working with a really awesome guy named Steven. Yeah, Steven Lywicky. He's really going to bring out the best in us, yeah. as, as he already has. Mm-hmm. Super, super easy to get along with producer always has great advice uh rusty and him have actually been friends for quite some time so we're finally excited to work with him yeah um but uh he's a good like good mentor kind of person yeah. for us so we've, we've already learned a great deal from him in a short period of time really helpful um yeah it, it means a lot to us uh what you're doing noah and kind of giving us a soapbox to stand on to talk to people that we maybe haven't reached yet so we appreciate what you do and your time and efforts. Yeah, thank you, man. And your listeners. So thank you for mm-hmm. everything. You're welcome, man. So uh, if fans want to keep up with the progress on the new EP, uh, how are they going to do that? Well, you can just go to RustyShip.com, RustyShip with two Ps.com. And, uh, yeah, we've got an Indiegogo page, um, which has some uh, really cool perks. So if you'd like to support us and be a part of, us making this project you can you know pre-order the 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 record but also we got some cool stuff that's just exclusive to this campaign like some cool stickers and t-shirts and stuff like that and some other cool stuff too that is more uh atypical and uh kind of more ridiculous (laughs) it'll Uh, be great though (laughs) it'll be good we're also we're also on all the socials facebook instagram uh, just go to those pages, like it, and you can keep up with us and find out updates on that as well or when we're having a next show near you. So, yeah. Great. Well, thank you guys for uh, taking time to do this interview, and I wish you the best of luck with the uh, new album, and I'm definitely looking forward to checking it out. Cool. Thanks thank so much, you, Noah. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. Later. If we don't talk to you, have a happy holidays coming up too, my friend. <laughs> you too. All right. See you, Noah. Bye.